Here it is. What up, what up, people? Keith Donnie coming to you guys again with another episode of The Roller Agenda. I have a guest on, my buddy Jeff Young. What's up, Jeff? What's up, Big Keith? Oh, you know me doing what I do, trying to send a little knowledge to my people. That's all. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about today um, what is best to best and what that really means, what that means to me. I can't say what it means for nobody else. I can only speak on what it means to me. So, best to best. And people say I put my best performing hand, put my best performing cock. Okay. If those two are your best, let me take let me look at it like this. If those are your best, so if that's the best two birds you have in your kit or whatever it may, whatever it may be. Anything, all the other birds is less than. So why would you even breed, breed those birds? You take them away from those birds and not give them birds to, a chance to, to show you how good they really are. And when you say best to best, what that mean? Best type, best spinner, best kit bird. I mean, it's so many different traits you can go, go by to say what is best to best. So what I do is I pick the two birds that work the best together to give me the, the best results I can get. Uh, most likely not breed birds. I'm not trying to reproduce either the father or the mother. I'm trying to reproduce birds that are better than both. So, so I can't say what's the best. The best means the best spinner for the best spinner. After you get past the three or four pairs, everything else don't even matter. It shouldn't even matter. Or if they're that good, it don't matter who made to who. But best to best, I take a cock, put him to the hen that that best suits him to give me all the all the attributes I want. In the offspring. That's what best to best means to me. So let me elaborate a little bit more on that. I take a cock, let's say I have a cock right now, it's a red grizzle cock, it's a 2019 bird. Wasn't flown all the way in, but I just got to see a little spin, okay? But th- this is not a first time breeding. This is probably the, this period, probably, this is probably the third time breeding in, in four years, five years, something like that, for five years. So I know for a fact that their best birds are birds that roll between 15 and 25 feet maybe, but they're highly sensitive, kit sensitive. The thing is, I need them birds to give me that 25 foot more often than the 15 feet. So I will pick a mate for him that's going to add to that to make sure I get that 25 foot instead of getting the 15 feet. That's kind of make this I do like that um, and how I figure that out is I take another bright hen that's bred from a family per se or a line whatever you want to call it that the average that 25 20 to 30 foot range that that's what they bring into the table so like when I consider best of best that's how I see it what about you Jeff yeah that, that, sounds, that sounds about right but I was going Well, no, to me, the original pair, now I want aspect, I want all of them to be like that, but I know that ain't going to happen, but that's my expectations. That right. means they're going to meet the, my, all my total expectations. I'm probably still going to get some 15-footers. I might get some 40-footers. I know that. 
Um, on the, the first two eggs and the last two eggs, I don't think it matters. I, I ain't seen no, no evidence, no proof to say that the first two eggs are going to get from the last two. Haven't seen that yet. Unless, unless you're in a, in a loft where burglars run around on top of each other when then it's not even their baby anyway, which happens sometimes in, in um, the open loft, which I do breed open loft, but that only happened like that for maybe, maybe, the, maybe the first set, maybe, but it happens less than people think it does in some lofts, but most of the older birds don't really trip too much. It's more the younger birds just like that. But I expect that, but I do expect, I expect all of them to be good. I, that's my expectation, but I know that might not, they might not be there, but I expect that. So, and best, the best type play a part in it, um, expression play, play a part in it. I'm a real, like, if you notice my birds, most of my birds now, they pretty much look alike. They they similar. They look they look like a family. So when you get them birds that look off and, and my and do I breed and select my birds, 90% of the time they're gonna be off. It's gonna be something about them. And I can spot them birds quick. And they sometimes they be off. It be, be something about them that just don't fit into, into the traits of the other birds. And I don't even use them. Period. I'm not trying to change them. I'm try, trying to change moving forward, but not trying to drastically change the birds going in another direction. So that's why I, that's why, that's why I consider best the best of birds. They got to complement each other in every way to give you the best results possible. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do it, but it got to be a possibility of it happening. Right. Yeah, so. And plus, what I've noticed is my best, your best spinners don't always push your best spinners. I mean, it's been proven over and over and over. You can say what you want to say, but it's been proven over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, see, everybody does the best is different, you know. Because everybody's trying to take their best, considering like, oh, I got a bird that's 40 feet. Like you said, I'm going to put it some other 40 footers. Yeah. And they, don't, and, they don't consider, and they don't consider that the two best birds might have the same weakness. They both span 40 feet, but neither one of them is a hard worker. So when you get them 40 footers and you put them together and they're not working hard, they do say, I'm why these suckers not working. Because the damn parents have been work. I mean, they're just, just good spinners. That's why I say it's more to it than just, like, I heard a lot of these first thing they say about a bird when it's good is, it's, oh, it's fast. It's fast. I mean, so I'm like, so what? I mean, okay, it's fast. But that kid done broke. 15 times, you only roll fast, twice. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's fast. Like I got a bird right now in my kit that's approximately 15 to 30 feet, like a bullet. Her ass is in and out the kit. She would never be in my competition kit, ever. I don't care if she start kitting perfect. She would not be in it. She, I won't give her the chance to mess up my fly. She only could be in it just for enjoyment. She can never be in my competition kit. Unless I don't have a choice. If I got a choice, she would not be in there. I would pick a young bird that's doing five feet and put it in her place. Because it's a possibility that she might come out. And she comes out at least three times a week. If I fly seven days, three of them days, she's definitely coming out for sure. Possibly four or five. And when she get back, but she come in and out. And every now and then she'll come out, she'll take a bird out with her. And that what that means. Nobody, nah, I can't score. So I want to risk her. I want to, even no matter how fast she is, and 
she roll, um, she try to roll, and she a kid on every break, but but she don't, but she be out the kid too much. I can't, I won't trust that bird. Will I breed out of her? No. At this state, at this point in my career, the flying birds, will I breed out of her? No. There was a time that I probably would, but that's, that time is not now. Yeah, I was actually that you breed out of so you still just fly like it's just for entertainment. So what so what happens to her next? You just fly her and then when it's time for you preparing for your competition, just pull her out. She'd be out putting another kid. If I'm preparing for a competition, like let's say we might be the fly for the fall flies year, we might, I'm not even sure. But let's just say this is May. Right around August, July, August, she got she will not be in my kit. She will be in one of the other kits. Cause by then I have another kit flying that's that's starting to roll. She'll be with them or something. She will not be in that main kit. It's a few birds that won't be in there, not because they, they don't get on the kit, because they're not reliable on the brakes. And that's what I need. I need that reliability. I need the birds, I need to rely on them giving the brakes. Even if they six, seven feet, I need the birds to go on the brakes. Not individually. And they will not be in that kit. So, so now what happens if you put her in the other kit and she starts doing, I mean, like, real well and don't come out no more, you still take a chance on that one? She'll stay in that kit. I just probably, if she, she goes to the other kit and she starts doing well, I'll build a kit around her and that, build that kit around her. And they'll right. stay in that kit. Because I've right. seen that happen too. She'll do good in the second kit, but won't do, hang with the first kit. And I understand that. That's how, that happens to that 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 humans in sports. He'll play right. good on this team, but can't do shit on this team. Exactly. I mean, and we gotta understand that. But people will be like, oh, I'll just kill it, but them dudes are drastic. I mean, I always like I always say, with every time you made a mistake in your life, somebody thought about killing you instead of giving you a chance. Look where you where we be. I'm gonna say we make as humans. And we know what's right and wrong. Pigeons only right. instinct and habit. Everything they do is either instinct or it's a habit. So, you gonna kill a bird because it's following its instincts, or it's just a habit you let develop? Right. No, put another kid. If it work, if it, it might do perfectness in number two kid or a number three kid, and I just leave it there. That's what it'll be. It'll just make that kid stronger. So, so, so give it a chance, huh? Yeah, give it a chance. It just can't be with that kid. It'll never get a chance to get some breeding off. In my little nest, little um, segment, I'm gonna take a, I'm about to take a little break real quick for my, my little, my little payment. You know, we gotta do get, get the bills paid, so I'm gonna take a little break. Okay, okay. You paused it already? Yeah, we back, we back on the air now. We back on the air. So, my other little topic I'm gonna talk about is the way I select uh, my breeders. And what happens if they don't work out in the loft? This is simple. You fly your birds two years, they're good. They're rolling good, they're spinning good, whatever you want to say, doing everything on the seat. You stock them. They're going to the loft. But now, they can't give you nothing worth mentioning. What do you do with them? The big, the big mistake dudes make is they sell those birds. That's the biggest mistake they make. What you do is you put that bird back in the kit where its, where it's strength is. That's make your kit one bird stronger. Instead of selling it. Some people say, I oh, don't please, so I'm going to sell it. Why? It's a kit, man. Put, put it back in the kit where it's strong at. That's its strength. You just, you just add another solid bird back to your kit. A proven bird, too. Make your kit stronger. 
he can stock other birds later on. That one's there to kick. And that's, that's, that's the difference between me and a lot of different people. And the way I select birds out of my kit is this. First, I got to see a trait they have that I can either expand on or make stronger. That's it. With no, with at least with no, no faults. But they might have places where they're not as strong. And if that, if, if that weakness they have don't hinder what I'm trying to do, I can, I can roll, I can work with it. Or I got a bird that can compensate that or help develop that. I work with it. But it got to bring something to the table that's going to be make me sustain what I'm doing or moving forward. Sometimes or some all programs don't need to move forward as rapidly as some other programs. So if I can sustain what I've what I've been doing, that's that's good too. So that's the reason why I bring in a bird from high high from high depth to sustain a certain trait. But I don't know how it's gonna work out until I breed it. So I will breed it, fly the babies. I'm not I wasn't interested in this performance, just its potential to perform and its ability to be able to produce. That's all I really care about. And because what I've learned is over the last 12, I would say about 15 years is, some of my better producers have been birds that I picked from the ground. From pairs that have thrown me birds that were good. So I take siblings and I grade the siblings out. Those are good. Whatever might happen to get hawk, get it, get lose it, whatever might happen. I, I base what the siblings did on the bird I'm going to choose. And I pick the bird that represents them physically and phenotypically. To, to put it back in the loft, but I got to see some of the siblings perform first at least two at least two seasons, and two two seasons of breeding and two seasons of flying. So when I see that, and I say okay. So now I got the traits locked in with what they have. The worst is this, and the highest is this. Not I, I take a chance, and it pretty much works out works out for me. So what kind of traits were you looking for in that bird? Okay, what I, want, what I want her to do is a commitment. When they, when they, when they do decide to break, just more a commit, more of commitment. That's all. So, That's so all. You already, have, you already have that in your birds, so he's looking to see if the birds you got from him can add, 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 add to it. Make it stronger. Make that trait stronger. That, that's a trait. That's the only trait I think I kind of lost over the years, the commitment on the breaks. Breaking part, no, not so much, but the commitment on the break. The commitment lock into that 30, 40 feet on that break. And that's why I brought the Higgins birds in from the, originally for, for that. That's what they, their job was. And they did it. But over the years, I let people get birds. I shouldn't let them get. Just you know, trying to help people out. Then, but I, I, I will never do that. Certain people, I will never do that again for. That's why I bring it in. Oh, and, and it's, and it's going to loosen up my birds. My birds are a little stronger than his birds. They're a little stronger. I think my type is, overall type is better. Overall. So you think, you think that bird would help you? Or you got to, like you said, you got to breathe and try and see? I think it will. But I don't know, I don't know to what degree. Right. It's something different. Keep the gene pool from being too jammed up or whatever. Keep it a little flexible. I, I really believe in um, the, uh, the gene pool being flexible and the birds being more flexible, more, the feathers being more pliable instead of so stiff and strong. 
I got a lot of strong birds. Not strong as far as they get stiff. They're strong. So how long would it take you to find out if that bird actually helped you out? I would, have to, I, would have to, I would have to breed it first and fly at least four baby, at least four. And I'll fly them at least for two two seasons just to see what it really got. To see if the performance can now once I once I see the performance part is there, now I can see if her babies can transfer that back into the birds. Right. And that's and that, that, that that's when it all falls back on me for selection. Right. Yeah, I like yeah. I was gonna start doing a lot of little things like this. Little okay, adding people on every now and then to, to discuss some stuff. I think somebody who wanna be on here real bad is a swad. I think I'm about to get him on here. The swad? Yeah. I think he wanted to be on here one day. So you flying? Huh? You, oh, I was watching this dude kick that I thought it was your kick, but you but it wasn't your kick. You you were you were commenting on something and I, I seen your name, so I thought it was your kick. And I looked at that's not that's not Jeff's kick. It ain't overcast here. It's blue. Yeah. I'll be fine, I'll be fine. They've been What time was it? Uh, about, let me see, I don't know, uh, I don't know, it was probably maybe Yeah, you did, but I, I responded later. But I, ain't, I don't know a crop. I, I had that one, never. That's why I actually said, is that a fish or something? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be uh, on the thing. I'll be like, tripping off twin. Like twin be wanting to say something. So I can tell you want to say something so bad. I don't. I can tell you. He like want to say something. Twin, what you want to say? You want lucky? You want to say something? I said, don't say it, twin. Don't say it. <laughs>
That's that's a sad thing. Everybody wants you to fly when they know you ain't ready. That's crazy. That's I know that. Like, dude, people want me to fly. So I'm not flying now. I said, I know I can. From what I be seeing, y'all flying? That y'all bird? Oh, yeah, I know I can do something. With, but they, they fly. Yeah. And they go to y'all. I got a lot of individual birds. They Let me ask you a question. Y'all club. So you guys club, you guys flew with just like a just to see what everybody everybody is. Yeah. So you see so do you guys have a you guys fly schedules based on on all the challenges you guys got, right? That's what he want, and I know. I know he want the attention. I know that, that. That's what it is. He on there for the views, and I've been going back and forth with Ed Montevideo, right? About the bird. Ed Montevideo said he just used my name so he can sell birds, which he does. That's all he sold. Get him for and sell them. That's all he do. And like you said, don't know what the birds do, and he just been selling birds. So I, I try. I try to get people out of out of, the, out of that rut. Just fly some birds first. Make your own name. Stop selling birds based on people's name. You you'll get there. Like I had a, I had a, 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 a conversation with one of my friends before about why why this person was famous and why, why people knew him and why people knew me. He's I told him you known for having birds bred by other people. I'm known for having birds that actually perform. Yeah. My family. Nobody nobody can say that's my family. Nobody can say that. They can say I, I use your bird. I say I use his too. So and I use his in the stage, and it was all different stages to get to where I wanted to be. That's why when people make claims about 
they got this and they got this and this. I mean, now I'm look, I'm looking at it more and more. I'm looking like these dudes don't have a clue. I mean, if it came down to it, and we really and we and we really really had to fly, there's a few people, a few people, and most of them people right now are not even not really into the sport really right now. I would even I would even consider it being a problem with that a problem. Yeah. Hardly nobody I would consider really being a problem. Um, the people that I think would be a problem ain't really flying, flying. Or they in a whole other region, but in LA, they don't. And I say it over and over, the LA, nobody in LA really have really have a chance unless they have a bad yeah. fly. Yeah, I haven't seen nobody really, from what I've seen, I haven't seen nobody really put up no birds that I say were, that I think really win, score points, you know. None of them. And let me see who I see. The best birds I actually that I've seen since I, the last two years, and I've seen in, in like the LA area, even though like I'm considered Devil Storm area, all them, that I really seen birds actually score. I ain't seen nobody birds really score over 300 points, really. Nobody, even when we went up north to fly, I think that. The most was 200 and something. That was Brian McCormick. Oh, yeah. McCormick, yeah, he's a pretty good, he's a really, he's a good roller dude. Really competitive. Yeah. When he yeah, had his birds on, you, I don't know about the family. I ain't seen the family he have now, just on video. But the family he had before, I've seen them in person. They they, they, they got potential. They, had, they used to be doing a little something. Yeah, but that, 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 the family we went to see, they scored a couple hundred points. That's the one he flew, I guess, a couple months ago. A few months back, they're supposed to score all them points, and everybody was like, "Wow, they say lost them or something." It's possible. Yeah, so the, them them the birds that I seen because they was young when we went to his house, he flew. I think he flew like sixteen birds, maybe. He said that's all he had. He said he had been losing. He said it's all he got. He said if I lose one more or something or like two more or something, I can't fly. But that's that he flew what he had, and them suckers was. They, they, they fly like this, they fly straight like this, and then they just break. They don't set up or nothing. Hmm. They, just fly straight, they just fly straight, and them circuits just break. Wop, get back up, wop. I'm like, damn. So like they hit a wall. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that. It's like the wall just fell, bam. So yeah, he has some nice birds. Um, like I said, Mike Walton had some nice birds, but you know, he he just was letting us see the birds fly. That wasn't for the fly uh, competition. Uh, Pine was competition. And he had another white guy out there that just got into birds. So he say somebody gave him some birds, but he flew a nice kid of bird. He scored almost 200 points, but he stayed right on top of a hill. I had a big old property out there. Nice, nice, real nice law. But yeah, he flew some pretty good birds. I forgot his name, the white dude, older white cat. And shit, that was it. That, that whole trip up there, we stayed for five days. The only ones I seen that really flew some good birds. Then came back down here, I ain't seen nobody fly shit down here. I seen a lot of roll, like you said, I seen a lot of roll. As far as putting them together, nobody. Even like Dallas, Dallas got roll like a son of a bitch over there, boy. Woo! Them, them motherfuckers is dropping over there, but. Like, sitting, putting them together and trying to get them to break like that. 
ain't seen nobody. They don't really, they don't know how to select the team. Select team is, it's it. You get past when it's. See, people think it's all about just the role. It's not all about the spot. It's about it's a whole lot of stuff that going to building a team of a team of pigeons, rollers. And some dudes just don't get it. You gotta pick the right birds. Yeah. Pick the right birds. Um, that's like I was asked the question: Why all the guys from the states? The first thing they say they talk about a good bird. The first thing they talk about is, is speed. That's the first thing they talk about. That bird was fast. That's that's the first thing come out of most guys' mouth. Yeah. Why is that the first thing come out come out of everybody's mouth all, all the time? Okay, so it was fast. Now what? I mean. That's not the most important thing. If if, if you understand something, if they not breaking, it don't matter how fast they are. It don't matter. If they not going together, it don't matter if all the brothers two point if you can't get five of them to go together. Because quality and or depth is only important on the brakes. Right. That's it. If your birds were a two point Individually, and then break, and then roll a 1.0. Guess what it is? A 1.0 had nothing to do with the individual. Nothing. It's only assessed on the brakes only. So if they're not breaking, it don't matter. And that's what these dudes don't get. You think speed is the most important part? Speed is the additive after the break. Right. The brakes are first. So without the brakes, you can't add that. You can't assess that speed and add it to the brake. Period. Yeah. And that's what a lot, of, a lot of guys here need to get. That's when I pick birds. I, I, I watch my kid, like me and, me and my girl flying the birds. He keeps saying, birds fast, fast, fast. I said, I don't You don't think was fast? Yeah, it was fast. So they ain't do it on a break. It don't matter. It ain't going on a break. It don't matter. And you say, hey, I like this speed. Okay, I understand that. You can like the speed all you want. Trust me, when I start flying these birds, if them suckers still not going on brakes, you can take all them suckers that's not going on brakes and put them in that other kit. Because I'm not going to want them. And they yeah, don't see, that's, understand that's, that's what Twin was saying when we came to the house. Like, he kept saying, man, I like the bird birds fast. I said, no, I like that motherfucker that was fast and active. Yeah. I said, I like that motherfucker active. He was consistent. That motherfucker kept breaking, kept breaking. That's the one I like. And that's what the, that's a lot of guys got to get. <clears throat> Yeah. Like people talking about speed, I say, yeah, okay, speed. They don't understand speed is only assessed after the break. The break gotta happen first, or don't or the speed don't don't matter. And it don't matter, gotta, right. it don't matter. All that don't even matter if it's not a break. Four birds go, three birds go, four birds go, three birds go, four birds. Guess what? Guess what you get for quality and depth? You can't get nothing because you didn't get a break. Nothing. That's right, nothing. So that's why I say Okay, if 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 the if the if, if the two point was the highest, give me a one point eight that birds are break all the time. One point seven that birds break all this break together. Give me that any day. Because you get a one point seven quality, one point four depth. That's damn good. That's two point something. And you just think get and you, plus the raw score. That's when dudes say scored. 300 points with the quality and depth and all that stuff, that's not really that great. Yeah. Think about it. And you're getting quality and depth, so you get, if you get 10, so you get double scores, triple scores, plus quality and depth, and you get 300 something. <coughs> that's not really that great. So that's basically like with 1.0, probably 1.0. 
one maybe or something. No, that's no, that means that the birds really weren't working hard. Yeah. If you get if you got a break a minute in twenty minutes, so you get twenty breaks. Even if they're all fives, that's a hundred points. Right there raw. And your quality is 1.5, 1. 1.5, 1. that's 2.25. Your score is going to double plus another quarter. So you're going to get 225 just for that. That's just with birds 5, 5, 5, 5. Right. But now you get 5, you get 9, you get 8, you get 12, you get 11. And if, you know what I'm saying, if your bird's really working, your raw score should be like. 350. You should be aiming for a raw score of like 350. Now you get your quality and depth up. Your score is like 700. Yeah. And that's how they don't see it like that. Uh-huh. <coughs> it take time to get to all these circles of like that. It, it, okay. it take time or it take a, a, a well-knit family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A well-knit family that's bred for that. Like that guy, uh, B-Birds. His birds yeah. sit up good, they break up, but they don't commit. Right. They're going five feet. They're coming out. I mean, they're breaking, but they ain't, they ain't committing. And they ain't right. locking into the spin on the, on, the, on the videos he's showing. But they're showing they're going to break. So once you get that commitment in there and get them a little tighter, he'll be all right. Uh, to me, the best still today. You guys have marked my words. They're the best birds for competition. It's the smooth, effortless rollers. Those are the best ones. Of course, you're going to have a few fast ones in there, here and there. That's fine. Right. But the smooth, effortless rollers, those are the best ones for kick competition. Like, I'm telling everybody, they, what they do, I'm, I'm just telling, like I got told, said on, the, um, on Just for Fun, that I said, they, everybody talking right now how good their birds are, they're going to be tested real quick. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to be really tested. So you better stop talking about the, how good your birds are. I'm going to test you. Hey, hey, they're going to be tested with what's this? Is May? This is April? Or this is May? This is May. May, June, July. They got three months. I'm I'm be right there looking down. Hey, they're going to be tested. Three months. And I'm building, I'm getting mine ready too. Because I know for a fact what's going to happen. When they do the Royal Rumble, I'm going to look at the birds. I'm going to be doing this, doing, checking them out. And somebody's going to say, Fly something for us. Let's see what you got. I know somebody gonna somebody gonna say that. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I'm flying for y'all. I ain't got no problem with that. Yeah. That's right. Bust their bubble when it comes to <laughs> If they saw him right now, they'd be like, damn. And he, he ain't even serious. Uh-huh. Like you said, it's the birds. They got- I'm not serious until I get serious. And I get serious and see if you guys really gonna wanna do this. Cause I'm trying, they don't understand. I ain't trying, I'm trying to put my, if I'm flying, cause I'm trying, I'm trying to put my foot on your neck. Yeah. My whole boot, all across your neck, pinned to the ground. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and, they, yeah. and, they, and, they, and they ain't thinking nothing like that. They still trying to figure out how to get their birds a kick. Yeah, I be listening to him too, man. Like, man, I, I talked to Rich today, and he's like, man, Will told me don't fly that many birds. He said, but keep told me keep flying all them birds. Let me tell you, yeah. All he's trying to do is fly birds in. Get them to fly, fly as many birds as you can. Just get them all up and flying. And then, when you start getting ready to start competing, 
Then you start selecting the birds. But the birds ain't all the main rolling, so you gotta fly them. You gotta fly them. Whatever you gotta do, get them up and fly Keep flying them. Keep pushing yeah. And then start separating them by their willingness to fly. The ones that don't really wanna fly, take them away from the ones that wanna fly. Put them together. Yeah. And you keep flying them. <coughs> and then you're gonna start separating them by performance and flying. And keep flying them. All of them. Even if you got five, two or three kits. But once you start selecting that main kit, only fly them together. Period. Don't right. fly nobody else with them unless you plan on adding to the kit. Fly them other birds hard. Anybody who's not rolling and stuff, you're supposed to fly them all day. Yeah, oh, I, got, yeah. I got my baby. I got a baby kit up. All of them still squeaking, but them motherfuckers be all over the place. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny because last season when I had my baby like that, I had them that was kidding in like three days. I had them kidding. They was like, man, I said to me, man, they was kidding good. This, this, this go around. Man, them some bitches all over the place. Man, you fly them, suck a lemon, fly them again, lemon. After all, they'll start calming down. Like yeah, my yeah, birds yeah. do. Well, I got I got three birds that I want to bring them down a little earlier. So, what I did was yesterday I gave them like five or six peas each separate after I fed everybody else and they flew, they did a little better. But by right. the third time, it was like they was too broke down to, to hang with the other ones. So, I took them suckers, put them in the show pen. Give them some peas, let them sit there and scare the others up, and they flew perfect. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm gonna keep doing them, or I'm gonna move them down to the to that younger, yeah. the bottom kid. That's what I yeah. do. Yeah. And the ones at the bottom kid that show that they really want to fly, when I start flying them, move them up. <coughs> and just push, and just push them, and push them, and push them, and push them. Then later on, I start adding the ones in the other kid to the first group and start building that kid. I'm gonna start building that kid up after this other kid been flying like I got three months. By the time lockdown comes, I, I want to have a solid 22, 23 bird kit. And then another kit that's coming along. And another third kit. And I'm going to have a fourth kit box. I'm going to fly them through the hawk season. But I ain't going to fly them every day. Right. They might fly once a week, once every other week. But they still going right. to be flying. Because I did that before. I started for like 19 birds. And by the time the hawk season was over, I only had 11. But the 11 I had was, was, was good. Hey, you ever have a, a bird that kit real good? I mean, just competition-wise, a bird that kit real good, might not roll that good, but kit real good and, 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 and help your birds out that way and you fly with flyer? Yeah, it, it depends. Because only way he can help that kid out if he kit real good, if he if he is trying to roll on the brakes. If he ain't rolling on the brakes, no matter how good he kit, because what happens is, the way the kit's action work, the birds are stimulated off each other. Yeah. So if he's not rolling, he can cause the two birds on both sides of him not to roll too. Not to roll too, yeah. He can cause that. So uh, that, that's that's why you gotta be careful with birds that don't really want to go on the brakes because they can make somebody else not roll. But if he trigger, and like if you got him right here and you got two birds on each side and, and bird on the side of them, if he trigger and the birds on the side of them trigger, all five of them might trigger. And so right. one or two we might miss two or three don't go because this one bird don't go. Okay. And a lot of dudes don't even pay attention to that. And there's some birds that they'll go before the break or after the break, but never on the break. And you got to be able to spot them birds too. Okay. That's that fine development that people don't pay attention to. Right. Very good. He, 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 don't go, he don't go on no break. He go on everybody break and then coming down to hear break. Or he'll go before them and then they'll break. Either before or after. If you notice, there's birds that do that all the time. Do it through a whole fly. And dudes will never notice it. I start because what I do is 
if I'm getting eight eight man breaks, I'm trying to figure out why I'm not getting nine and ten. Why why am I not why am I getting ten? And I start saying who's holding them up and what's really causing them to hold up. And I eliminate them birds. What do I got to make them birds break? And I say, damn, I got got the tens. Why am I getting fifteens? What's holding them up from doing that? And you gotta keep doing that. Then after that season, you figure you figure out how to make them work as far as with your feed and all that kind of stuff. But now you gotta figure out the pairs that's throwing them birds and why they're throwing them birds. And who, right. you can put, who you can put them with the next year to make sure that don't happen. And that's and that's what dudes don't do. They don't think that far ahead in the game. A lot of dudes though, I can tell by watching their kids. Right. I'd be like, why that bird in the kid? That bird bad, man. That bird be spinning. I said, yeah, but he ain't he ain't went on not one break. He went 12 times, but didn't go on not one break. Not but yeah. And you know, they don't see that. And I spot that. Yeah, look how fast he is. What'd you say? Yeah. Like I said, we, yeah, we got a lot to learn, a lot of us. Like it's just observation. Just observation. Most yeah. of us, if, you gotta, if you're going to watch them, watch them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely watching. You know, I know certain things to look for. A lot I don't. That's why I'm listening. So I can go, okay, I'm looking for that. And, look and for that. You flying your birds, right? Yeah, I'm flying. Wa- yeah. Watch how some birds develop, too. Watch how they develop. That's just as important. This bird got practice. What, what did he go through when he, when he was developing? Sometimes you can tell when they first develop if they're going to be any good once they start really spinning. Right. Because some birds, they're going to be good until they spin hit them. And now they all discombobulated. They don't know what to do. They want to land over here or fly over here, fly, hang out to the back or stay out in the front where you can go out and everybody break. He swoop around, make everybody turn like this. Yeah, I, I got a bird in the kit like that right now. Yeah. But I don't want him with my youngsters. Right. He, 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 he can stay with some older birds. He ain't really, he ain't really causing that, that much of a problem. Because I'm not trying to compete with them yet. So there's still birds up there that ain't really into the road yet, so I ain't really worried about it. But once they get into the road, once, once the last six or seven get into the road, it'd be a little different ball game. Right, right. Yeah, I'm flying, but I just, you know, like I said, they come down for a minute, I kick them back up. And sometimes I even, um, <clears throat> imagine this. So, like, say sometimes, sometimes I fly twice a day, right? I fly them in the morning, and then they come back in the evening at six, and I fly them again, right? Mm-hmm. But now, is it cool to like when I fly them in the morning? When they come in, give them a little bit of feed. You know, yeah. get them in. You want to give them. Then... Okay, what you do is you want to put your food in your cup that you're gonna give them for the whole day. When you fly them okay. in the morning, depending on how, how on how well they did or didn't do, depending on how much food you're gonna give them. Okay. If they do really well, really well, and fly, fly, and do what they're supposed to do, you want to give them not half, but close to half. But on the lesser side. So I, what I do is I give mine a, a third. If I do yeah, give me that's about that's my flying twice, right? Yeah. You give them a third and let them sit to let they, they fly them in, they come in, give them the rest. And another okay. trick you do is in the even time, you give, give them a little grit. Give them a tablespoon, add a tablespoon of grit to their feed. Gotcha. It'll help break down the food. And next morning, they're going to come out so calm, flying so steady and calm, it's, you'll trip off that. How do you, how do you do that? That's what I gotta do, Seth. I got I, I'm a breeze. I got I got grit. I, I don't really be giving my flies no grit. That's what I gotta do. You ain't gotta give them. Don't give them a whole lot. Just like a tablespoon to whatever you gonna give them. Man, you right. can just add to the whole can, the whole amount you feed them. Right. Measure how much you normally give them, and give them a tablespoon of grit on top and mix it all up real good. Gotcha, gotcha. 
I do that too. I do that. I do that too when I'm when I'm competing. I do it a lot. I do at least three. Try to at least three times a week. Okay. Yeah. I try to start throwing that in there. I try to do it. Help me. My my holdover bird that I held over since the Royal Rumble yesterday is the first time I kicked them out. Right. So I kicked them out yesterday and let them fly. And actually, they 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 flew real good. I had like I, I flew eighteen. I got twenty two in that kit, but I got. I got three that's real deep. I, I pulled him out. I didn't fly them. Like dangerously deep? Huh? Like dangerously deep or just deep? Uh, just deep, not dangerously. Just if if they're a little light, they'll 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 be a little dangerous. But just so I, what you do is simple fix, fly them, and you feed feed them what you feed everybody else, but get them like six peas. Pick six peas to the side and give them to them. Okay. Six to ten. I would say six. And see what happened, and just give them to him. Okay. And you'll see by second and third day, you see them strengthen up, and they'll be to hold back on some of the depth. But they're gonna hit. They're gonna hit it harder. Yeah, they still they still strong. Cause like I said, I, I, I this whole time I've been feeding real good, so it's still strong. But I said, okay, I was getting them ready to fly, so I kind of broke their feet down a little bit, and then oh, yeah. I finally said, okay, so I, I flew them yesterday, and then when I came home today. I waited till like six, and I flew them again the day at six, and then they, they did good. They, they still did pretty good. They they, they kid it. I said two or three, three or four. They were out. I got one bird that, that I'm gonna pull him because he he flies like a big dog. He always flies above the kid by himself. When he flies that time, I'm like, I'm gonna pull him out of there too. <laughs> okay. But you you, yeah. you get it. It's not it's not really that hard as everybody think it is. It's not that hard. Yeah. Everybody makes it seem like it's really hard. If you just pay attention to what's going on, yeah, yeah, that's 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 all you gotta do. Like that's all I'm doing is paying attention to all that. Yeah. Like I see the birds spin. I see some birds that's really nice. They're really getting into a real good. But I'm looking like oh, these suckers that when they're breaking, they kids starting to break. And they're starting to break a little bit more. Um, I know they're not gonna really, really get really, really good until I start flying in the morning again. When I fly in the morning again, they they change. I know by, I know I won't be able to fly them successfully in the morning when it come like September, October. The Falcon would be too bad in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Unless I flew a kit for them to chase around them, them birds. I'm keep, I'm gonna keep them just for them to chase around. I'm gonna put them back there with them old birds that I'm gonna trim that cage back, the little cage, that wire cage back. I'm gonna trim that cage. And I'm gonna fly them first. Feed them up so they go up there. And let them come, come get them, come get them. He eat. Yeah. I'm good. I kick the birds out. I'm gonna kick them out, yeah. I mean, it's ways. I, I'm, I'm planning on doing it, but, but I do got a big, a big, big plan. I was gonna make a bet. I was gonna bet any any dudes that want to bet. I said, I bet you I scored nine hundred to a thousand before any of y'all scored. And I, I bet that I, I know that for a fact. If they can say what they want to say, I bet you that I'll do it before any of them do it. So if I don't do it, they ain't doing it. If it's yeah, done, I'm gonna do it. Ain't none of them gonna do it though. They none of them never did it before, so they know they ain't gonna do it. I bet you I scored a thousand before any of y'all. I bet. I don't think none of them. Uh, who scored a thousand points out of, out of all them dudes you know that fly? That's flying? N- nobody. Nobody, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think. I can't think none of them to score 500, but Art Martinez might have got. Oh. Um, Marshall Duncan scored 700. Yeah, I have to say, what about Marshall? Marshall Duncan scored 700, Art scored 5. 
after that. So, so when Marshall scored seven, what was his raw score? I was his quality in depth. I got no, I got the um score sheet somewhere. I just gotta find it. I think it's in my car. But I have the score sheet. I'm quite sure I do. Okay. I think his quality in depth was one four. One five, one four, something like that. Oh. Something like that. Okay. Because it's crazy, because we went to Robert Parker house right before that, right? And this dude, they gave Robert Parker 300 and some points. And I gave him 67 points. <laughs> and I said, is why you give him some? I said, dude, you had like three birds out the whole time. Literally, almost three birds the whole time. Yeah, but them birds was coming close down. You see what you said? They was coming close to kick. They get, never got in the kick. And then you gave Robert Parker 332 and you gave Marshall Duncan 309. So you trying to tell me Marshall, I mean, Robert Parker kit was better than Marshall? He said, no, that's what you mean. You just gave him more, like, what? 12, 13 points more than him. But you said his kit wasn't better. So how that happened? How that worked? I said, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's because that's that that's that stuff that pilot that the political stuff y'all do. There's no way he had three birds out the whole time. I remember the first red bird came out. It flew away from the kid. It was by itself flying over there, and then another red bird went up. So that's two out. So no score, and I wasn't scoring. He was still scoring. And then one oh, of the wow. red birds got back in. Boom! The roll. Then them two two more birds came out, and that bird was up. So he didn't get no more score for me. And they were still scoring. Was still scoring. I said, three birds off the kid. So I said, oh, yeah. And he can't say it and see them because it was clear as day. And it was unlike the bird was high. And it was clear as day. One bird was up. Two was out. No, one bird was up. And one bird was out. The bird upstairs. One bird hit. Got back in. They broke a few times. It came out. And another bird came out with it. Another bird stepped high. And, and he was still scoring. I said. And the Marshall birds flew damn near perfect. Right, you went high, just kept breaking. Thank you, ain't got something no way. That's that straight politics right there. Yeah, I want to see all these dudes birds fly when the Royal Rome, when the Royal Rome come. I'm gonna go to a lot of them. I ain't gonna go to everybody, but I'm gonna go to a lot of them. Yeah, I'm gonna go to a lot of them. I'm going to certain people's house. Yeah, I want to see. I'm not gonna go way out to that uh, dude Palm Desert. I ain't going out there. The dude to feed his birds on the ground before he flies. Oh yeah, come on. Um, What's his name? The black dude. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah, I ain't going to yeah. see that shit. You feel a good kid for me. They just came down early. Yeah. For the um, clip of shut up, the last time I did it, he, he flew a good kid. They just came, no, take it back. It was for the NBRC fly. I was judging out there. And his, did, birds, did, came, did, his birds came down early. Did he, did he do it the same way when you let him out and feed him first? Yep, they came, he opened a little cute. That was his cage was on the back of the truck. It was, it was the birds that was in the on the side, he got some on the side, some in the back. It's the other side, or just this side in the back. Do you let his brother out the truck? There's on the back of the uh, truck. Yeah, I, I, I think he let the other guy out, out the kid, the kid. Uh, I don't think he flew the ones out the truck for the competition. No, he flew my truck. He let, I think it was the ones on the side. He let them out, and he, he opened the door, whistled. They came out, threw the food down there, let them eat a little bit, and scared them up. Motherfuckers went up, and he, he 
wrong. He he had 178 before he DQ'd. No, he did. No, he didn't DQ. They landed early, but they made the time. He got 178, something like that. Yeah, somebody was complaining. What Pat was saying something about. I'm trying to think. Of what did they say about when the, once his birds came out the kit and it was on the ground? I mean, when you, once he opened the door and they got to the ground, they was complaining about something. But something should have counted. I forgot exactly what they said. No, no, no. It, it, look, the thing you understand is no. All that don't even matter. That he, he can let his birds sit down there for five minutes. He got five minutes before he called time he got in. Five minutes before, exactly. So he can do whatever he want him to do before then. Only thing he can't do, he can't make adjustments in how many birds he's flying over a bird laying on the ground after he called time in. Right. Once you let him up, he can they land, he can he got, he can scare him up and do whatever he wanna do up until five until, until he called time in. It don't matter if they land on the ground or not. But he right. can't call nineteen and let out eighteen, or can't call nineteen and let out twenty. It's a disqualification. What he call he just got called whatever he so whatever he call. He said he gonna fly. He gotta fly that many. That's what he gotta fly. Oh, okay. But I think he could do is throw up eighteen and have an, another bird he know ain't gonna really fly with and, and throw it up and let it land. If it land, it's just a bird down. Right. He can do that. He said, I, 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 I declare eighteen. Nope, that's just a bird down. But he gotta land right. after he call time in. He gotta call time right. in, let it up. If it land, it's a bird down. I just fish, he's still allow one bird down no matter what. He just can't throw it up and land, then call time in. Because it's not up when he called time in. He got to be up when he called time in. So if that bird lands and then go back up, he's still out there, right? He's still out. So if they can't distinguish which bird it is, they got to subtract one bird from every break. From every break. Okay. Unless they can distinguish. The judge can say, well, I know for a fact that bird was white and none of the birds that rolled was white. So you get the eight like card you get all eight. Yeah. Got you. Some dudes will try to argue with that. Well, okay, Jeff, man, I'm glad you can was here to join me in this little podcast. We're recording this most of the time. I so appreciate, appreciate it. It's going to be very entertaining for some people. That's right, that's right. So appreciate thanks. it. I'm going to get with you this week, man, so... Uh... Check out some birds, man. I need to come see some road, man. So I need, I need a whole. I got a lot to learn, man. So oh, you come check me out. Now. Shit, I, when they flying out, that's the only way you are gonna see them. Cause I ain't, I ain't videotaping nothing, and you can't go yeah, live exactly. on my bird, dude. I'm trying to go live. The hell no, you can't go live. You want to see them? You can see them. You try to go live, you gotta go. Yeah, exactly. I don't do that live shit. I'm definitely teacher always live in somebody's house. He ain't going to go live. Like, I tell him already, don't turn no cameras on over here, dude. Nope. No cameras. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, but, but I'm working a project all for the next couple of weeks, so it be kind of hard if I catch you on the weekend or something. Yeah, no, no, no day to catch my weekend. That's Sunday. I'm off tomorrow, my last day off, and I got to go back to work on Wednesday. But I'm going to fly on Wednesday still. I'm going to try to get them over. I'm a little early. I ain't going to push them, though. Just let them fly yeah. every regular time. Let the youngsters out every regular time and get them in so I can go to work. Well, that's okay, my time. It's telling me. Uh, that's my time. Let me cut this off, man. All right. Roll it, Jenna. Keep on the sign out. Uh,